This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. because we have a fantastic show for you today. Um, actually, a dear friend of mine, Michael Zegan, um, who I made a movie with myself. I just love him. He is so good. You may know him as Joel Maisel from The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I just love him, and I'm so excited that he's here today. Um, but first, let's hit the headlines. Your daily tickle with the good news feather. And with me at the desk is my true blue co-pilot. It's Rossi Rasmathia. Yes. Hi, everybody. Hi. Well, first up, we're starting with the incredible Angela Bassett. Oh, I love Angela Bassett. I love her so much. I know. She is so amazing. And she said something that I happen to particularly grab onto. Mm. The legendary actress says there's one compliment that you can just go ahead and keep. Harper's Bazaar says she hates it when people say you look so good for your age. Um, couldn't agree with her more, but in I always get, cause I don't know, I don't get the age thing, but I get you look so much better in person and I think, Thank you. And then I'm like, I, what is I, Jabba the Hutt on like, uh -huh. you know, I, <laughs> my, my Marty Feldman, am I a gargoyle? Yeah. What's, what's, what's wrong with this? What do you think? And this is usually when I'm schlumpy, no hair and makeup, so I'm also like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I mean, I think though, a compliment is a compliment. I've met Angela Bassa up close, maybe the most beautiful human I've ever seen, right? But if the worst insult she's getting that day is you look beautiful for your age, Congratulations on your life, because that is not a bad thing to hear. Like, I, I, give me a compliment. You can all line up one by one and tell me that to my face. I will take it. Yeah. You're right, and usually they're talking about what I think is my best and seeing me at my worst, so you know what? I'm just gonna take it as a compliment. Yes, that's my point. Beautiful. Yeah. 
Well, next up, we got a big workplace experiment happening in the UK. Ooh, I'm excited about this I one. I know. Mashable reports 30 different British companies are trying out something called a four-day work week. And it's an idea that's starting to catch on around the globe. They tried it in Spain, New Zealand, Iceland, and Japan. Microsoft tried out the four-day work week, and guess what? productivity actually increased when employees had a better work-life balance. So, Drew, are we, are we switching to four days a week here? I mean, I think we're a five-day-a-week show. Yes, that's true, yes, okay. Um, that's probably not gonna change. Mm -hmm. However, I feel like this could really work in people's um, lives to have a better work-life balance. So I'm really excited about this. I'm glad to see productivity going up and I hope this works because I would love to see people have three day weekends. I really Oh, would. please. Yeah, I, I think the audience is it. I think it's worth a shot and you look at productivity, give it they a shot. They tell you to have a better work-life balance and then we have hours of occupation that don't allow for such a balance. So I'm, like I'm very hopeful about this. We'll mm -hmm. see how it goes and keep you posted. Mm -hmm. Well, next up, here's a question. Refinery29 asks, how much should you talk about your ex with the new person you're Ooh. dating? Mm -hmm. People are split right down the middle. Some say, never. You gotta make it all about the one you're with. And others say, oh, I guess it's healthy to talk about exes. You can learn even more about each other and know how to do things better this time around. Rossi, what are your thoughts? Well, I think, you know, your past and the people you have been with are part of who you are now. Agreed. You know, right? If you go through some stuff, you got some scars on it, you have to be able to, to find the value in that. And you bring a lot of that to any new relationship. Now, that being said, it should not feel like your ex is on the date with your new relationship. So you have to find the little bit. You know, if it's something important to you and say, hey, you know, I know this is a trigger for me because of my past relationships, this, that's good. But if you are like, oh, Jeremy loved that. <laughs> Do you love that too? <laughs> that's what Jeremy would order. Oh, I miss Jeremy. Jeremy's not here, girl. <laughs> Let him go. I totally agree. It's all kind of in tone, amount, and like past, present, future. Here's one thing that I learned early on. I was dating this guy, Jamie Walters. Wait, 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 wait. Um, how do you talk to an angel, Jamie Walters? How do you talk to an angel, Jamie Walters? From like Melrose Place. Oh, I love Jamie how Walters. You, you live my teen fantasy. Yeah. Um, well, one day, sorry, Jamie, but I opened up his trunk and he would always be like, don't look in the trunk. And I, so I was like, oh God, oh, I think, no. I was like, what's in the trunk? What was in the trunk? Just pictures, letters, his life that he had brought Aww. so we could move in together. And I closed the trunk lid and I said, I will never do this again. Mm. It was the worst feeling. I crossed a line. I hated myself for it. Now, I never ever, I don't over ask. I don't look through. I don't check phones. I'm, I've never been that person because I learned that feeling was so not for me. What about if you're on a date with somebody now and they start bringing up their ex? Is that like a red flag or just a little itty bitty pink one? And more on the subject of the Refinery29 story and not going through my ex-boyfriend's <laughs> trunk. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I, I think it's weird. Uh -huh. I, I think it's really the amount. Are you bringing them into the thing? Mm -hmm. it, is there too much? You know, here's what I also learned. I think this is the reason I opened the trunk in the first place was, also, don't stress about a person's past. Mm. They can't change it. There's no time machine. Please honor the life that they lived before they decided to be with you. And that's really what I learned from the trunk. Yes, because they wouldn't be, 
You wouldn't be here where you are now if you wouldn't go through it. So sure. do not beat them up about something they cannot change. So celebrate your past, but don't bring it too much into the present. Understood, understood, love it. Couldn't agree more. Hey, I <laughs> don't look through your ex-boyfriend's trunk. <laughs> Just hey, don't do it. Uh, so it's been, you know, in the pandemic, a lot of people have been sort of wearing elastic and sweatpants. Anyone here guilty of that? Yes, I know. Well, there's a new trend style for anyone who's in the mood to start feeling a little fancy. Pure Wow reports the opera glove <gasps> is climbing up forearms everywhere. Yeah. Remember, okay, back in the 16th century, opera gloves were worn exclusively by rich ladies. They were a sign of wealth and the baby soft hands you get from never doing manual labor. Okay, I Much like mine to... right now, okay. Um, uh, but just my moisturizer. Uh, but today, they're for everybody, all right? Look, celebrities are wearing them. I'm rolling up my sleeves. Oh, I should take off my rings too. Oh, Rossi, wow. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I just don't know if I like it. That really Hi. Just, Hi. That really, oh, whoa. Whoa. I think I'm, I don't think I'm thin enough for this glove. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> if it doesn't fit, you must have quit. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Yes! I'm going to start this Welcome back to Truth News. What's next, Rossi? Oh, okay. Well, next up, I know you're all about that Marie Kondo life, Drew. <gasps> Things are organized, right? I mean, I have felt I have life improvement since I have gotten more organized, more tidy. Mm -hmm. I used to be the woman in the morning who was like, where is this, where is that? Kids and shoes and running around. And I, I think my life is better since I've gotten more organized. Well, maybe Marie Kondo could come fix the desk up just a little bit. <laughs> Notice it's a little messy over here, Drew. Just saying, just. Well, uh, we've got a brand new mantra for all the minimalists out there or anyone who dreams of that decluttered life. Apartment therapy says a lot of people know of the one in one out rule when it comes to buying clothes. It's when you buy something new, you have to get rid of something old to make room for it. Well, they say it's time to upgrade to one in three out. This will get you on the super highway to decluttering everything. Are you a follower of that philosophy, Drew? Yeah, I don't have a ton of clothes. Like, that's not my problem. I, I feel like sometimes people send us stuff for like a little yellow book and then I'll bring it home to experiment with it. Or it's like a box of makeup samples from a lab. My life is like, 
it's so overstuffed, like I'm an overstuffed turkey mm -hmm. um, with stuff. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I'm desperate to organize and, and pull back. Um, but I think if you're gonna do the one in, three out with clothes, just make sure you put the clothes on like a Poshmark or a thread up or, you know, get them somewhere, donate them. Sure. Um, find a local shelter or a charity. Yeah, it's a good idea. I have a hard time getting rid of stuff though, because I always think, I think, okay, it's no longer fashionable, but it will be, and you know it comes back. And then even if it doesn't fit, I'm like, well, one day it could fit. And so I don't know, I like to keep things in the back of the closet and then parole them like 10 years later and go, oh my God, it's cute again. Welcome back to society. Paroling, that's, that's what so I call cute. it. When I put it in the back of the closet. It's like, you are paroled from the back of the closet. Come back out. Come on. Oh, I love that. Out of the closet. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I like that. Well, next up, it's time for us to review the things you would like us to. You guys write in for this. It's True's Reviews. Hi. I'm looking forward to this one. Okay, and today we're trying the shape-shifting salad taking over TikTok, sent in by Lucy Palmer. Thanks, Lucy. It's called the Green Goddess, and it's a salad disguised as a delicious dip. Mm -hmm. And it was created by, baked by Melissa Chef, Melissa Benishai, as an easy way to get your greens down your gullet pronto. <laughs> you take cabbage, iceberg, lettuce, cucumbers, and chives, and chop them all up into tiny little pieces, and then you top it with a blended dressing of lemons, garlic, vinegar, and more if you'd like. So we're gonna try out this big TikTok trend I'm salivating. Oh, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. It's so acidic, right? It's like a, like a coleslaw meets a chimichurri or something. Whoa. I know. They say you're supposed to dip it. Rossi, are you avoiding the chips? How dare you notice, Drew? <laughs> I was trying to just eat it without a chip. Okay, let's try it with that. Uh, I gotta say, this is amazing. I gotta say. It's like a coleslaw. Yeah, it's a coleslaw. Making out with a um, chimichurri. You're right about the chimichurri. It's herbaceous. Uh -huh. I'm liking it. I'm angry because it's so much better with the chip, I have to say, but I'm not doing it anymore. But it's, it's, this is really incredible. I think an avocado in here would be amazing. But I think like, that's what up. they say, like add your little thing, yeah, a little bit of fatty. You know what I would do? Have you ever had like the um, um, uh, uh, broccoli sort of slaw where they slice this broccoli really thin, you can get it in the grocery store. Have you all seen it? Do you know what I'm talking about? I do, but. Where that goes a little farty. <laughs> this goes a little like acidic and vibrant. It's mm. very citrus forward. It's real fresh. What about some red onion? Yeah, I would love a red onion. Mm -hmm. And I think there might be a little cashew uh, blended on into the dressing too, and that's what's giving it the cream. There's your cream. This is amazing. Okay, we're gonna put this on our website because it's all over TikTok, and I finally see what all the fuss is about. Mm. All right. Five stars. It's time to rate it, Rossi. What do you give it? Five stars. One, this is one of my favorite things we've eaten at the desk. I love this. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Oh, 10 stars. Two fives. Bring it together and dipping more. Well, but you need 10 hands to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> this
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. We have met some incredible teachers on our show, and we're about to meet another right now. She is backstage because she thought we were filming a digital piece with her. But guess what? We've been not telling her the truth. <laughs> Before she comes out, I want to just read a few of the ways that she's gone above and beyond for her students. Are you ready? Okie dokie. <laughs> Listen to this. <clears throat> she started a free summer camp to help students get ready for middle school. Every month, she spends up to $200 of her own paycheck on food and supplies for her students. And if that wasn't enough, on the weekend, she gives a free ACT prep class. She is the definition of a superhero. Melody Hawkins, I'm sorry we haven't been truthful with you, but it's all for good reasons. Come on out here. I'm ready. Oh, good. Oh, I've been waiting to meet you. I'm You've been waiting to meet me. <laughs> yeah, I have. I've Thank been you. so excited about this wonderful encounter, and I've just been reading about your life and everything that you do. Here, sit down, yes, by the way. I'll, I'll me, sit, yes. Let me prep your chair. Thank you. I like it. just want to <laughs> make it perfect for you. Thank you. I mean, you've been in education for seven years. Yes. And this originally was not necessarily the path. What were you going to do? I wanted to be a doctor. That was, that was my dream all through middle school, into high school, college. That's what I was working towards. And um, when I spent time after graduation with the AmeriCorps, I was a volunteer in New Orleans, Louisiana. And <laughs> thank you. Um, I, I fell in love with helping kids. Like I, it, I, I had, I started to develop this real passion for seeing kids grow and thrive and be themselves and be their authentic selves. And it really pushed me to want to be more authentic about who I was. So I decided I needed to make a pivot in my career. Did you have teachers growing up that like impacted the relationship that you matriculate down onto your students? Absolutely. Um, my first teacher that I ever had is my mom. <gasps> my mom's a teacher. Um, so education has always been in my family. Well, what do you think um, that your students, you know, think of you? Do you have any idea how they might feel about you and your teaching? I, I have some idea. Um, <laughs> I would say, um, and I actually have to draw back uh, to an encounter that I had with one of my students um, who has actually since passed on. Um, my school community has been through a lot. My students, my teachers, um, their families, we've been through a lot. 
And I had a student who wrote a beautiful note to me. Um, it's been about three years ago now, I think. And it was the, the most beautiful note I've ever gotten. Um, and she just told me how my smile made her feel welcomed every day to come to school. Um, and she told me that she always appreciated seeing me and sometimes she would have a hard morning, but she would see me and it would make her feel better. This beautiful, beautiful note, and I, I cherish it um, because she actually passed away due to gun violence in our community. And that was the first student I ever lost. And then seeing my other students having to pick themselves up and keep going like nothing ever happened, um, it actually, it, it, it made me even more charged to keep going. And I, I do what I do with her in mind. I keep her picture with me. Um, it goes with me everywhere I go. It's on my, on my phone. Well, um, I'm very glad that you carry her with you. Thank you. And that you honor her life and that, you know, she inspired you mm -hmm. so much. And mm -hmm. um, if it's okay, um, we actually have something to show you, so. Ms. Hawkins is the best teacher. I call her mama now because she has become sort of another figure in my life that helps guide me through school. She always made it fun, like she came in with good energy every day. I think what makes Melody a great educator is just her quest for excellence. She cares so deeply about what she's doing every day. Ms. Hawkins made me feel like, I was really the best kid on the world. She made me feel like I could actually be someone in life. Why do you think she deserves appreciation? Because she's hardworking. It's OK. Did you have these good tears? It sounds like she means a lot to you. Yeah, she do. Because yeah. I mean a lot to her. She was the best teacher, for real. I love to see you off in the world doing these amazing things. She is going to be someone who affects education in this country. Melody. Keep shining. We love you and we are so proud of you. We love you, Miss Hawkins. We love you, Miss Hawkins. <laughs> oh my gosh. And something really exciting um, happened recently. You won the Southeast Regional yeah. National University yeah. Teacher Award. Yeah. So you pulled regional, you're like, that's me, I won this. <laughs> and you're up for a national award too, yes, right? Yes. When do you find out about that? I'm not exactly sure. They said early 2022, so I don't know. Well, actually, um, you're here today because you are the winner. receiving a full ride scholarship to National University's doctorate program. So that you can continue your education. That is so exciting. Congratulations, Melody Hawkins. 
in. Go to our website to learn more about the National University Teacher Award and Melody's incredible story. We'll be right back. <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Excited for our next guest. You know him as the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Mr. Joel Maisel. Yeah, that's right. That's Michael Zegan. He's here. And the marvelous Mrs. Maisel is back with a brand new season, and we have got a sneak peek for you. Check it out. You know, Joel, I still consider you a family member, and it seems a shame that you're alone. That was a perfectly good girl I set him up with last week, Lena Brofman. It was a boy, by the way. Wow, you were quick. Excuse me, Ma, for not wanting to go out with a pregnant, divorced woman. She's not divorced. Her husband died. Everyone dies. Can we change the subject? Michael Deacon, get your butt out here. together um, called The Stand-In, and it's the weirdest movie, and I played two people, and I think I did have kind of a mental nervous breakdown doing it, and I got to do it all in the presence and uh, joy of your company. Yeah, but it was great. I had, a, I had a great time doing it, and we had a great time in Kentucky. We really did. Yeah, you were great to me. It was, I, we were, we, I felt like I went through a very bizarre, unique experience <laughs> with you, and I'm so closer to you for it. But you know, sometimes people get mad at you, right? Like, what? do they get mad at you on the street because they have such an opinion about how Joel is supposed oh. to behave? Um, they used to, but uh, but yeah, no. Uh, these days, they're nice. They, you know, I think Joel has evolved as a character, and uh, it was it was kind of unfair because in the first season, in the first episode especially, he he leaves this this perfect woman. And, uh, and people didn't forgive me for that. You know, he cheated on her too, so, so it, was, it was, yeah, it was. Double bad. Right. Okay, so we talked about this before, but I wanna talk about it here. You played Dwight the Troubled Teen on Letterman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You were how old? Oh, I mean, I was not a teen. Uh, I, was, I was 22, I think. What okay, but you looked like a teen. Yeah, yeah. I think they might have thought that I was uh, a teen though. I think I, I tricked them. And Letterman loved you and said, bring this back, and it became a reoccurring thing. Yes, yes, I, I... Okay, you also were in The Sopranos. I mean, I love yes. that the current most popular show, Maisel, you're on, but like Letterman, Sopranos, please just give us a fly on the wall moment of being on The Sopranos. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a long time ago, but everybody was super nice. It was, it was a party scene, I got to, to fight uh, with some other kid and, and like I remember in the script it didn't say who won so we were each like really trying and because <laughs> you know didn't want to look bad didn't look like uh, want to look like a wuss um, yep. 
Yeah. And you're on The Sopranos. I know, so but I've also going like, for it. but yeah, I mean that that kind of started the trend. I also did The Walking Dead. I did Girls, Boardwalk Empire. These shows that I like was watching. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not like tooting my own horn or anything. You're just, just saying like, there's a pattern. Okay, yeah. so what happens if you like, you know, start watching a scary documentary about some serial killer? Are you going to end up? I've been doing that actually. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, I'm obsessed with, I think we probably talked about that. I, I'm obsessed with uh, serial killer documentaries, not serial killers in general. Just like... <laughs> well, I also know that, um, well, I hear that you're actually a fan of the Pickle of the Month Club. Is this true? <laughs> I, I have my, my membership card and everything, yeah. Okay, well, I would like to play a game with you. Okay. It's time for In a Pickle. Okay, we're gonna um, eat some sour pickles while I ask you some questions. Are you ready for it? I hope so. All right, yeah. first pickle, we're going sour. Okay. Okay, ready? All right. Oh. Broadway song you can't stop listening to and why? <laughs> Broadway song? <laughs> um, oh man, uh, I haven't watched, well no, uh, um, I watched Oliver the other day. Mm. I hadn't seen that in a while and um, so, something from that? I don't know. I also like Rent. Yeah, of course. Hamilton's always on rotation I mean, sure, too. Hamilton, but that's kind of cliche. All right, days. take another bite. Okay. You're obsessed with mudlarking? What is that? Well, um, it's something I think you would really dig. It's, really? Yeah. So mudlarking, I just stumbled on it on, on like YouTube. Um, it's like these people, they, 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 a lot of it happens in London and you know, there's the, the, the Thames. And, and so they, they like walk along the Thames River and, and they find artifacts from medieval times, from Roman times and, and uh, you know, old coins, stuff like that. And that's mudlarking. All right, next pickle. It's a hot and spicy one. Okay. Take a bite. Cut, what's the last lie you told? Um, I love this pickle. <laughs> <laughs> That is spicy though. Yeah, no, actually it's, it's not bad. It's, <laughs> it's actually really yeah. good. Take another bite. All right. <laughs> where, if you go anywhere in the world, where would it be right now? Um, I'd love to go to Australia, um, New Zealand, that whole area. Yeah. Tokyo would be cool. I mean, there's a lot of places I haven't been to that, you know. Everywhere you named is absolute perfection. Yeah. And if anyone has the opportunity to go, I highly recommend it. Okay, finally, chocolate covered pickle. Uh, this is the first for me. Do I have to? Well, you know, you never know. Uh. All right, let's, ready, one, two, three. You're stranded on an island and you can only take one thing with you. What is it? Ooh. Not this. Um. Ugh. <laughs> well, do people make like this? Is this something you guys bought? <coughs> I'm so sorry. Like, um, who was yeah. like, I, oh, well, you know, we, it would be good chocolate and pickles. We did not make this. This we bought. All right, well, I'm going back to the original. Um, I have to say, I didn't like it at first, but it's kind of growing on me. Um, can I bring a boat? Well, that would be very resourceful. Why not? You okay. get one thing. Mm -hmm. um, okay, will you please give us one teaser about what we get to expect on this glorious, exciting season of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Um, 
I will take your Thank pickles, you. sir. I, I mean, uh, um, it's funny. <laughs> it's like, it's really funny. It's, it's, I think it's the funniest season so far. I mean, that's- Really? The, yeah, I think that's the only thing I'm allowed to say. Uh, I got an email and it like, it had bullet points of like, and it was just basically like, you can't say anything. So I will say that I really firmly believe that this is the funniest season so far. Well, I know everyone's gonna be very excited for it. And Michael, I just, I love you endlessly. I love you in everything that oh, you do. You. you are the best actor. You are such a good person. I try. You succeed. Thank You're you. such a good egg, Zegan. <laughs> I love you, Michael Zegan. For more, head to Bananamores on the DrewBarrymoreShow.com where Mitzi Bananamore visit him on the set of Maisel to the Button Club where Joel, <clears throat> Joel um, is actually uh, the proprietor. The proprietor. You'll understand it when you see it. Um, and the new season of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel premieres on February 18th. We'll be right back. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. from Kid University. Kid University is a digital platform. We have animations with cartoons, but we also have monthly missions. We focus on the things that schools leave out. Imagine if you didn't have to wait until you were in your 20s, 30s, 40s to learn how to truly love yourself, how to have confidence, and how to motivate yourself when you're not getting it from the outside. Those are the soft skills that schools leave out, and that's what we have at Kid University. Coming from a teacher who has taught in over 30 countries, this is actually my third pandemic that I'm teaching through. I know that now more than ever, kids really need those soft skills to know that they can fail, they can make mistakes, they can have hard days, but they can get back up again. guest is a food reporter for the New York Times and the best-selling author of one of my favorite books, Indianish Recipes and Antics from a Modern American Family. Please welcome Priya Krishna and her mom, Ritu. Hi. Hello. I am so excited to see you guys. I've been sort of saving it for the segment because, well, I have something to show you. I made a dish from your cookbook last night and I took a video of it, so here it is. Oh. And here I go, making my very first Reita, one of my favorite foods ever. You said I should toast the cumin, so. We've got our chili powder, our sugar, our cumin, our cucumber, our salt, and our yoga. 
Whoa, that was odd. That looks awesome. They're together, but I mean, wow. I mean, wow. It doesn't taste like any Ray Chat I've ever had, but I like it. Wait, we're still filming, and we're <laughs> not filming it. Thanks, yeah. friends. So that's my daughter <laughs> and I making our little That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Very nice. This is, you know, I've had this book for a while. It's one of my favorites, and I'm so excited to cook with you um, both. And as a mom of two daughters, mothers and daughters is my happy place. And I'm so excited to be here in the kitchen with you. It is your kitchen. I am the passenger in your beautiful family car. Take me on a ride. Sounds yeah, great. mom. Sounds great. Start us off. What are we? All what are right. we doing? So we're gonna start off with putting some oil. And we've pre-roasted the potatoes and cauliflower. This is my favorite part of the dish. A lot of versions of aloo gobi, they'll deep fry the potatoes and cauliflower. By roasting it in a sheet pan, one, it's easy. It's like stick it in the oven and forget it. Two, you don't get like the oiliness and the greasiness of frying and you get that smoky flavor that comes from roasting. It's true, I don't love the oil factor. Mm -hmm. um, even though I think I would eat a shoe if it was deep fried. Are we gonna do the, we're gonna do onions first? Uh, you're, yeah. you're driving, Mom. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's a good idea. Let's do this first. <laughs> what are we doing first? We're gonna do the spices first. So, yeah. okay. cumin. So just make sure that the oil is hot. Put the cumin in and immediately put but, the... And this is, yeah, and then put the turmeric in. Turmeric I in. love turmeric so much. And it just immediately smells amazing. And then you're gonna toss in your onions. And like the kitchen already smells amazing. Oh my god. The best gosh. part of Indian food. I'm Next. gonna put just a pinch of asafoetida. Now, will you explain what that is? Because I feel like I am an Indian food aficionado, and I have to admit, I wasn't as familiar with this. Spice. Yeah, this is what we call the truffle of Indian cooking. Because it has, it does have a very strong flavor, so a little goes a long way. Oh yeah. And and it's immediately. Uh, oh, it's so fragrant. It's like yes. garlicky, fragrant, funky. It's yeah. Just, oh. It's earthy. It's amazing. So, Drew, I'm going to put all the roasted vegetables in here. And a lot of times when people eat Indian food, they sense something yeah, in it. I can hold this. But they can't tell what's there. And it's asafoetida. Secret, secret asafoetida. I, I always say for me, it's what make, makes my mom's Indian food taste like Indian food. Okay, Drew, now we are putting some salt in. Okay. Um, so right, now it's now time it's for a little chili powder. Chili powder. powder. Just a as, as much or as little as you want. I'll go deep because yeah. I, I think I'm have gonna an put all of it. She's, she's putting all of it. All good, of it. good. I have a I have a I have an old palette. Look at the color of this, you guys. Yeah. I mean, that is just so beautiful. Oh, it's yeah. so stunning. Okay, now and what? And now it's ginger. Just put the ginger in. I'm gonna put all of it. And like a full tablespoon of ginger, I feel like the first time I tested this, I was like, this is a lot of ginger. But the ginger just like brings that like freshness and the bite, like it really makes a difference. Like a in bright infusion. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like with Indian food, with my mom's Indian food, she's just amazing at achieving balance. It's like, okay, there's a little richness from this. Okay, we're gonna add tartness from the lime juice. We're gonna add freshness from the ginger. It just tastes like, 
so complete. Well, and as <laughs> someone who has literally learned to cook from cookbooks and watching cooking shows, they always talk about that balance of acid, mm -hmm. hence the lime. Yes. And the ginger. Just, just maybe not all of it, just a little bit. Okay. And, um, and then just let it kind of caramelize at the bottom a little bit. Because you like and to get that sort of like pan, pan yeah, that yeah. pan sear. The book is so full of this great celebration of life. Your family, the photos, there's just such joy in it. I love the recipes. It's, it's oh, really one of my favorites. I'm that so means a lot. excited. Thank you. And I will say, it's also been such a huge success. I was, I was really proud to make my very first reita, which is a dish like reita and mint sauce. Oh my gosh, look see, at that caramelization. See, that looks good. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. You just gotta, you just gotta set it. Ah. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> All right, I'm going in. Okay, I can't I'm take gonna it turn this I'm off. salivating. All and right. then we are going to put some. <laughs> is this is this cilantro? Yeah, it's yes. just cilantro. I love cilantro. It's my favorite. It's a polarizing herb. I realize oh, we that. We love it. I love it. My sister doesn't like it. I love it. It's a it's a battle in the family. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Shall oh my I god. put oh some on a plate? Okay. I mean, I might just do what okay. you did and just. Go but no, no, mom, you should you should plate it up. Okay. You're the mom. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. Mm. Is there enough salt? Oh, oh yeah. my it's great. God! I mean, look at that crust on the potatoes. I'm just like, mm. oh, it's I'm in heaven. So beautiful. And mm -hmm. instead of cauliflower, you can even use broccoli if you're not a instead cauliflower of fan. Potatoes, I've done sweet potatoes. That too. Really good. Yeah. It's really one of the most beautiful dishes I've ever had. And I just savor the moments of being with mothers and daughters and keeping oh. traditions alive and making choices in your life where you say, I got this from my grandmother, I want to give this to myself and my family, pass it down. I mean, how proud you must be of your daughter. I, I watch her make and it makes me so happy. <laughs> and like, I mean, it blows our minds that these dishes that, you know, growing up, you know, my mom would just make after my piano practice, after my sister's track practice are now being made by so many people. Like my mom and I look at every photo on Instagram of people making it and it just makes us, it like delights us. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Oh my so gosh. Wow. Yeah, and me too. <laughs> Indianish, one of my favorite cookbooks and one of everybody's favorite cookbooks is available everywhere books are sold. Thank you guys, we will be right back. So what's it going to be, Druth or Dare? I have a Dare. Oh! oh. So um, my family loves pickles. My grandmother actually used to make the best homemade pickles. Really? And since Drew got to try pickles on the show, I have a Dare for you, Ross. Oh! I, oh well, it was fun until you said that. Okay. <laughs> I dare you to try a pickle split Sunday. 
A pickle split Sunday. Pickle split Sunday. Okay. Now, what is a pickle split Sunday? Um, I guess it's like a banana split, but with pickles instead of bananas. Thank you, Angel. <laughs> okay. Do you, this is this actually is like a banana split Sunday with pickles. Oh my god! Okay. It smells so good. Okay. Um, Do you know the chocolate covered pickle was actually surprisingly <laughs> not bad at first? I was like, ooh, and then I was like, mmm. Okay, I'm really gonna relish every bite of this, haha. <laughs> oh God, okay. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, that's not mm-mm. You wanna try it? I, I love, God darn it. I, I, Mm. Yeah. I'm telling you, I love pickles. I'll eat just the pickle. It, the, it, it was with the chocolate ice cream. That's a no-go for me, okay? It's weird. Devin, is this something that you do? No, definitely not. I was so like... How, how did this come about? I'm sorry, you don't do this? Absolutely not. Oh, you, you will now. <laughs> I got one for you right here, Devin. With your name on it. Thank you, Devin, so much. Thanks for getting Thank him, you. too. Thank you, everybody, so much for choosing to spend your time with us. We make this show for you. So, take, take it with you. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.